Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to a very special edition episode this week. I On this episode, a returning guest, which has been, I forget how long since he's been back on, uh, Mr. Randy Thomas is making his return to the show. Randy, welcome back to the show. Juan, what's up, man? Thanks for uh, having me back on your podcast again. Appreciate it. And thank you very much for having me over your new place, brand as a brand new place. Mm-hmm. As of late, I came here about maybe two weeks ago, which you're still kind of getting settled in. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're a bit settled in now. You know, you have mostly everything that you need. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, I don't know how long it's been since you've been back on. I think it's been maybe since before the pandemic started, maybe. Dang. Or maybe when it started, but I can't remember for the life of me. Dang, I didn't even realize it's been that long. That's crazy. Time flies by, man. Yeah, especially when you're doing stuff and you just continue to push forward. Time just flies by. Mm-hmm. Yep, it does. So like I say, you know, for this episode, it's going to be a special edition episode commemorating the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Uh, but kind of catch us up real quick, Randy, of what you've been up to since we last spoke. I know it's been quite a while. I have kind of, you know, we keep in touch mostly daily, if not, you know, every other day. Um, what you've been up to since uh, since you were last on the show? Um, Man, uh, kind of just same old, same old, you know, just uh, doing, I've uh, been on this crazy program lately. I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think we talked about it last time I was here. I don't think I was on it yet, but I've been doing this crazy uh, mental toughness program called 75 Hard. So that's uh, taken a, uh, um, it's put a lot of, I don't know how to, how should I explain this? It's created a lot of mental discipline in me. And um, I can get a little bit more into detail as far as like what that program is exactly. Sure, but. this is, this is anything goes on the show. Like I said, it, at first I'll say it's a special edition. And next yeah. thing you know, we're talking about like, Something else. <laughs> well, 75 Hard, it's, uh, it's a program developed uh, by this guy that I follow on Instagram, and he has his own podcast as well. Um, his name is Andy Frisella, and he created this program called 75 Hard, where um, it's for 75 days straight, he's created this very strict uh, number of tasks that you have to complete for every single day for 75 days straight. Um, and if you, com- if you fail to um, complete any of the tasks that are required per, per day, then you fail the program and you have to start all over back on day one again, no matter what day you are, you're on, uh, even if you're on day 74 and there's only 75 days, if you fail day 74, you got to start all over back on day one. So, which actually ironically happened to me, um, the first time I was doing it, uh, or actually the second time. So the first time I did the program was actually in, I think it was June, June of 2020. Um, but I don't really count it as I mean, I did it. I think I maybe last 12 days or so, but I don't know. I kind of just don't count it as much. Uh, then I did it an additional four more times. So total, I did it for five. I did it five times total um, that I had to do it and restart just to actually complete the actual program. And um, it basically consists of a few things. So every day you have to take a progress photo. Um, you don't have to post this on social media. <clears throat> this is a progress photo that you take for yourself. Um, and on top of that, you have to work out twice a day. So each workout has to be a minimum of 45 minutes each for both workouts. And one workout has to be outdoors. Um, I mean, you can have both workouts can be outdoors if you want. Um, but one of them has to be outdoors no matter what. So no matter what the conditions like, no matter what the weather is like, if it's, if it's raining, if it's thunderstorming or snow, whatever, which I've done all of that stuff. Um, and, um, 
so that's be 45 minutes each and and the work and the two workouts they can't be um back to back they can't be consecutive right after each other so um <clears throat> they have to be spaced out a minimum of three hours apart from each other or more so <clears throat> which makes it just a little bit more harder um you also have to read a book of a you have to read a, a self-development book of your choice um you have to read a minimum of 10 pages per day uh you have to follow a diet uh, whatever diet you want doesn't matter what it is just follow a diet and you can't have any alcohol you can't have any cheap meals and uh, i think i've covered all the tasks uh, yeah i think that's all of it um so you got to do all those things every single day for 75 days straight and if you fail any of those or you don't complete all of those then yeah you got to start all over on day one and I was, as I was mentioning, ironically, I did fail. Um, technically, it was my second attempt. I made it all the way to day 67, and I fell asleep without reading my 10 pages. I did all my other tasks for the day, but I fell asleep without reading my 10 pages. I was just tired. I knocked out that day. I was going through a lot. And um, yeah, man, the next morning, I, I woke up and I owned up to it, man. I was like, fuck, you know, I failed. Uh, I felt something how hard. I, c- I could have just ignored it, or I could have just been like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, say anything. I'm not going to post about this on social media that I didn't do, you know, I, I didn't read my 10 pages. But even though um, nobody else would know, I would know. And that's kind of like the mental toughness part of it that really changed me quite a bit as far as like my own mental toughness and my own like grits as far as like how I see things and do things. Um, it's it's not really, although it is a very physical program, uh, it's, it's really not a mental or it's not a physical uh, program um, designed for that. It's designed to be more of a mental program. It's a mental toughness program. It's meant to make you just a, as a stronger person, more stronger willed. And um, to say the least, it's definitely made me a lot, a lot better, stronger of a person. So um, that is 75 hard. Um, I completed it couple of weeks ago and uh, i'm actually now on phase one yeah thank you appreciate it that's, that's me clapping <laughs> for, i'm sure everybody's clapping right now yeah as they listen to this it took me um so total i was on the program is you know like i said it's 75 days but total if you count all the times that i failed and, and restarted it i was on the program for 187 days um oh and one little, and one little thing actually i forgot so one of the tasks is you do have to drink a gallon of water a day i, so I totally forgot to mention that so you do have to drink a gallon of water a day every day on that so that is one of the requirements um as i glance over at my gallon that i still need to finish over here so i'm i'm now on phase one of 75 hard so i'm continuing it and it's not 75 days it's 30 days i'm on day five right now and um there's just a few additional things that i have to do on top of what i've already been doing on 75 hard which makes it more challenging and there's there's three phases to it total and the entire program is actually a, a year long um total and uh it's uh, it's intense it's crazy um but uh yeah it's definitely changed me quite a bit it's made me it's put me in the best shape i've ever been in my entire life physically but it's also put me in the best shape mentally my entire life like i've never been this mentally disciplined ever and uh yeah man i um i I recommend everyone doing it the program's free doesn't cost anything and um, just costs a lot of blood sweat and tears that's all i can say (laughs) literal literally blood sweat and tears literally yep oh man that's I'm listening to all that and I'm just trying to take it all in and I'm already thinking like, man, let me try to do it. And then sure enough, it's like, there's always, I'm sure people would listen to this and be like, and maybe something will come up that where, the, where they'll say, I can't do it because of this. And I think that's the whole point of the whole right. program. Exactly. It's, there's, exactly. there's no excuses. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. And going through all that stuff, I mean, dude, I don't know if you want to talk about it, maybe on another episode, but mm-hmm. You've been through quite a lot since the last time 
we spoke. Oh yeah, and a I, lot. Th- did that kind of motivate you and kind of making that jump into doing this and just kind of just going all in and really just taking it off for what it is? Oh, definitely for sure. Yeah, we can go um, a little bit into it. So, um, yeah, so I started the program uh, like I've mentioned. The first attempt that I did it was back in twenty twenty. Uh, June of 2020 and um, you know I tried it I only only lasted for about I think it was 12 days I want to say the first time I did it and um, you know I gave up and I didn't I didn't I, I didn't try I was like you know what I'll, I'll do it again someday but I just I didn't have I didn't set a time or a day to do it and just time flew by um, and one thing that really catapulted me to doing 75 hard again uh, like I mentioned I wanted to do it I've been wanting to do it for for a while but uh, was actually I was going through a breakup, a really rough, rough breakup at the time, um, and uh, it was a long-term relationship that I was in for um, five and a half years, and uh, that relationship just went burning down to the ground quick, and uh, it was it was really rough going through everything that happened, and um, part of the reason I decided to to do seventy-five hard was to for me just to clear my mind and have something else to think about and to do besides this breakup because this breakup was like as I mentioned it was it was tough and it was it was with a person who I literally thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with and uh whenever you have those kind of breakups man they they hit you hard and um it's a complete mindfuck it's when, a complete when, mindfuck when it happens it's, it's almost like from one day to the next it's like wait a minute yeah what's going on here it's like I'm in the twilight zone or something exactly it's mm-hmm. like it's crazy you're like you know one day it's like you're with the person that you love and you think you're spending the rest of your life with and then the next day it's like holy shit like what what the fuck just happened exactly and your whole entire world is turned upside down so um so i was going through that and that was really rough um so that was kind of what catapulted me to to doing it again to restarting 75 hard um it kind of gave me the motivation to hey i need to i need to change myself i need to become a better person um so that was you know a, a major factor in why i started uh, it wasn't a factor in why I continued to do it, but it was it was definitely a factor in me wanting to start it just because I was going through so much at the time. And it really helped me a lot, man. It was really, you know, working out twice a day and all the other tasks I have to do really it kind of turned into therapy for me because uh, it gave me something to do. It cleared my mind and it made me feel that much more better about myself. Um, so it's great. And then um, also, too, uh, besides that, at, at the exact same time as well, uh, I was going through the death of my father. Uh, my father actually passed away. Um, he had Parkinson's disease, and that was really, really rough too. So that happened, and then on top of that, I just felt you know like my business just wasn't at where it should be. I was kind of lost in life, and you know I was unhealthy. I didn't feel good. I didn't look good. I was definitely a lot heavier than what I am now, and I had no muscle mass whatsoever. I was that you know that skinny fat person. Uh, who who look okay like uh, you know i look okay with the shirt on but when you take your shirt off it's like man it's a disaster that's a disaster man it's a <laughs> it's complete like, uh, disaster i'm not going to the beach anytime soon nobody yeah, wants to see this exactly so uh yeah man i mean all that uh going on you know it was a really really rough time and uh, without 75 hard man it's uh i don't know man I, i'd be in a very dark spot and uh, i was i mean i wasn't a very dark spot in my life but 75 hard really helped me pull myself out of it it helped pull me out of depression and, and made me just a much more confident person, a much more better person, not just physically, as I mentioned, but more important, most importantly, uh, mentally. So, um, yeah, and I've, I'm really grateful for the program and I've actually turned it, turned on, uh, quite a few people to it as well. There's multiple people who are, who I know who are doing it right now. Not um, me. 
<laughs> not me. You will be. Not yet. You will not be. yet. I'm not going to say I'm not doing it. Not yet. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. But um, yeah, I turned on, and it, which is a great feeling, man, when I hear other people saying like, hey, Randy, like you really inspired me to uh, to do this, you know, they've been watching my stories on Instagram. Um, I'm a quick plug. If you're not following me on Instagram, follow me. It's uh, Randy Canales underscore. Um, but, uh, there you go. Yeah. But so I, you know, I post a lot on there about 75 hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's been quite a few people who I've inspired to do the program who are actually on it right now, who are, who are on, you know, several days in or, or a few weeks in. And, uh, one of the people who actually just started, I think it was yesterday, actually, she's on day one or day two now. Um, she's on the program and she's pregnant. Wow. Pregnant. And she's doing her two, you know, she's working out twice a day. She's drinking her gallon of water. Now, if you are pregnant, I'm not recommending you do the program. Talk to your doctor, obviously. Um, but, um, yeah, man, she's just hardcore like that. So, um, you know, and a lot of people do it for different reasons. You know, a lot of people, you know, some people might want to do it for the physical aspect of it, uh, physical challenge. And a lot of people are going to want to do it for the mental challenge or, or both. Uh, I certainly did it for, for both. Um, and, uh, it's been great, man. It's definitely, it's, it's paid off. It's made me a much, much more stronger person, uh, both physically and mentally. And, um, I would say that it's definitely changed my life for sure. So I think there, I think people have to go through stuff like that. There comes a time where when it's all said and done, you could, I'm just generalizing. You could have easily turned to alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, Unfortunately, you know, suicide is a big thing here in the United States. Uh, depression, pills, drug, all, all, all that bull crap. You could have easily done any of those. Yeah. You know, you could sit there and be a victim and blame the whole world. Or you can just, you know, take it for what it is, like I always say, and just keep pushing forward. It's going to happen. Things are going to happen. Things are never going to go your way all the time. Trust me, man, when this stuff was going on and, you know, of course we, you know, kept it private and everything between us, but it was like I was looking in the mirror. I was like, he's in the exact same spot I was in years prior. And Mm -hmm. sure enough, I was like, you know, and the, the circumstances were very similar, but the end result was like, just like a complete, yours was, you know, what it was and mine was more of like, I was just like abandoned. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, you know, saying it just for people to feel sorry for myself. I got over it, you know, right. A long time ago. It, I just, I'm, I accepted it. I'm like, you know what? That's what happened. And I can't yeah. change anything. I can't go back and, you know, even if I see her, you know, tomorrow or anything, whatever. Yeah. I'm just going to ignore her, dude. Like, right. it, it, it's done already. Right. Right. So I don't have anything to do with that person anymore. Right. Yeah. So, and I can sit here and say bad stuff about her, but what's what's that going to accomplish? Yeah. No. Absolutely nothing. That's, that's nothing. So you just, dude. I turned to music right away. You mm. you know me for the longest. Yeah. That I love. You know, gear. I love guitars. All that stuff. That really. I think maybe. About I think maybe a day or two after it happened, I went to guitar center and bought a new acoustic guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was, I think a Memorial Memorial day sale that they were having. Nice. I think I picked it up for like 300 or something like that. Like, oh, that's too expensive. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's your, <laughs> I don't, but that's what I did. And that really just inspired me to be like, okay, cool. And I started writing down poems and short lyric ideas. 
mm-hmm. stuff that's really kind of on the shelf right now yeah for future purposes yeah to be continued but that's what i did i could have just easily said and you know i kind of went through that little phase of you know you start having a few drinks here and there mm-hmm. sure enough it becomes a thing where you really like it and yeah. it's really not doing nothing for you yeah and you keep doing it yeah and that's when really it just I just woke up and said, fuck, man, I can't be doing this Yeah, my whole life. It's good you caught yourself, yeah. And given the fact of, you know, my little health history, too, you know, dealing mm-hmm. with the kidney stone issues, I think that kind of accelerated that a little more. Right. And I said, you know what? I can't keep doing this. Right. I'm just going to do it for myself, you know. And right. I think it's been maybe, I think at the end of the year, it's going to be three years. Wow. With no alcohol. Wow, dude. Three years. Okay. Three years. That's awesome, man. So I've kind of been doing my own little mental challenges mm-hmm. <laughs> along along the way, you know, still maintaining. I think ever since my my surgery from my wisdom teeth, mm-hmm. I've kind of changed up my diet too. Yeah. I, I dropped like 10 pounds, dude, after the surgery. Oh, wow. And I've been able to keep those uh, 10 pounds off. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's all, all just a matter of, you know, discipline and whatnot. But again, going back to that whole breakup thing it's almost like we can we can always and i always see it happen dude people always fall into those traps those pitfalls then they feel lost and they just turn to the easiest thing you know to start feeling sorry for themselves and don't do that right you know if you need help seek it out right there's no shame in that yeah you know and a lot of people take for granted you know your parents are still around if they're still around don't take that for granted dude oh yeah dude don't i know man i wish I, if I could have just one more day with my dad, man, like that's yeah. If you if you have if you still have both of your parents, you still have both your mom and dad. You still get phone calls from them, or you can still call them, man. Cherish that, man, because it's like I mean, I'm not not talking to you directly, but yeah, um, you know, yeah. for those listening, I mean, if sure. you, you guys, you mean y'all still have if you, if you if you're listening to this right now and you still have your mom and your dad, man, and 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 if you don't live with them, oh, gosh, after you listen to this podcast, just call them, call them and see how they're doing, ask them how their day is, um, and just chat talk talk about your family history or things that you might not never get to ask them once they're gone and um man if i could have just another day with my dad and just have a coffee with him have a drink with him and just sit down and be like man you know how how you know how was it growing up for you dad how you know how was what were some lessons that you learned what were some wisdom what's some wisdom that you can give me to um whatever you know to pass on to me that i can that i can learn from from you from you or whatever you know if i could just have one more day to do that i mean i would definitely you know, I, I, there's, there's no price to that. You know, that's a priceless no. moment. You know, there's no price to what you could, what I would pay to, to have that time back with my dad. So if you do have that time now, man, uh, you know, enjoy it, um, cherish it and, and don't waste it. Um, especially if you have, uh, whatever, some kind of thing going on with your mom or your dad where maybe, you know, things aren't great. Maybe you guys don't have the best relationship and just, work on building that relationship with your parents um because um man you know some some bullshit ass beef i'm like get over that yeah, already, man yeah. that's just I, I hear these people all the time well you know that who cares like at the end of the day you know they're not going to be here forever let's right. just be realistic about it right, i'm right. constantly grilling my dad about you know back in the day you know when <laughs> this band came out or music and or when this movie came out, you know, mm-hmm. I have older friends that are like, man, you know, that's really cool that you still share that with your dad. You know, that bond where you mm. can talk about music and movies and, 
you know, his upbringing in Mexico and, you know, all this stuff he's been through working and all that, right. you know, all that other stuff. And my mom, the same thing, you know, right. on her side. Right. Not right. so much, but, you know, mm-hmm. you, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just, just, just get over. And, you know, if it's not meant to be, you know, just at least give it a shot. Mm-hmm. There's no, at least you could say you tried. Right. Trust me, man. There, I've, I've seen relationships just where people stop talking to each other yeah. over the silliest things that you can get over. Yeah. More or less, you know, money. It's like, come on, man. Come mm-hmm. on. But anywho, uh, taking a deep dive into what you've been up to as of late, I think you kind of caught us up to speed. You know, just a, a brief overview. Uh, it seems like things are going well. And I think something good came out of this, man. I think, you know, you, I've, I've been able to see you progress, you know, looking at it from from an outsider's point of view it's almost like right. man it's almost like it was meant to be you oh know? yeah in in such a shitty way that it happened oh yeah it was almost like it was meant to happen because otherwise you wouldn't be where you're at now oh yeah here at your own place like come on yeah I'm hindsight en- i'm envious <laughs> <laughs> hindsight is 2020 man when you're when you're in the pain when you're in the moment it, it fucking sucks but um, you know, when you go back and look back at all the pain that you went to and went through, not just me, but you know, just anyone, if you, if you always go back and look at a lot of the pains, uh, pain, you know, moments where you had a lot of pain, you can always go back and look at, Oh man, this is how this changed me. Or this is how this made me a better person. Or this is how I learned from this mistake where I won't repeat this mistake in the future. And you kind of, you learn more about yourself. Uh, if it's a relationship, you know, you, you learn more about what you don't want in a relationship, um, or whatever it is, you know? So, um, yeah, it sucked, uh, going through everything that I went through, uh, especially as my dad. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and, uh, you know, I have faith. I, I believe in God and I think there's a purpose to everything. Um, everything has a reason behind it. And uh, it's made me a stronger person, man. Uh, everything, everything I've been through, has made me a stronger person and a better person. And uh, I wouldn't change anything um, because, every, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And it's made me into a much better person to what I am now. And I'm grateful for all the moments, even though a lot of those moments sucked <laughs> that I went through. Uh, I'm still grateful for them. I'm grateful for all the moments because it taught me the lessons that I would have have not learned otherwise. And it's made me into a better person. So I embrace the pain because without pain, uh, you don't have growth. So, yeah, you're you don't come across as the type because I never see it even on social media where you're boasting about you know you know like other people like mm-hmm. posting about nonsense. Yeah. Oh, I got a new bag today from Michael Kors. <laughs> gives a shit, man? Right. Like just right. honestly, that's really trivial stuff, and I don't mean to come off as, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, there's no point to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went on a trip to, and I know I do it too sometimes, even going to like concerts and stuff, but yeah. But you see where I'm trying to get get at. It's almost like, like okay, I don't care if you got a new car. I don't care, whatever. It's it's just for that moment and that's it. Like you're going to, yeah. how, how long, really, anybody out there who has a Porsche or whatever. Yeah. How long before you say, oh, it's just another car? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it doesn't last long. No. It's yeah. the same with the, well, I can't say the same, I can't say the same thing for guitars because mm-hmm. you've seen the the guitars that I have. Yeah, you have a passion for it. So. I love playing them. Right, right. So, and you see the beat up car that I have. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's not like, you know, 
I, you know, I, you know, priorities are priorities. You know, I do keep my car up and running. Right. If something breaks down, I'm going to get it fixed and I don't get it for cheap either. I don't cheap out on stuff like that. Yeah. You know, people are all like, Oh, when are you going to get a new car? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to buy me one. Like I know what it, I know what, what a car payment is. Like <laughs> I don't want to deal with that right now. Right. But you know, it's just like you mentioned, dude, having the passion for things and having hobbies too. Right, Have you right. found yourself uh, picking up any new things along the way, you know, since the start of this pandemic, you know, finding, I guess, hobbies or things that you started doing that you never did before, aside from all this other stuff? Um, well, with 75 hard working out twice a day, that's definitely, uh, you know, working out every day wasn't a hobby that I have. And I, I enjoy it now. I enjoy working out twice a day. Um, running, I was never a runner ever. That took um, me by surprise. I said, whoa, wait. <laughs> yeah, I was never a runner. I hated running my entire life. And I, I still, there have my moments where I'm like, ah, man, I don't feel like running today. But, um, yeah, running has become one of the things I'm, uh, that I really enjoy doing. Honestly, I'm a, I'm not a passionate runner. I'm not like passionate about running, but I enjoy it. Um, I, I enjoy the challenging part of it. Um, I like the, the runner's high as, as a lot of runners call it, uh, that you get, uh, when you're, when you're in the moment, when you're in your zone or when your post run is done. Um, so running has kind of become a little bit of a hobby, a passion of mine. Um, I've only ran in one like running, running race, I guess it was a, I think it was a 5k. Yeah, it was a 5k, um, <clears throat> that I did a couple months ago. Uh, I've, I've also done Spartan races. So Spartan races have been a lot of fun. I've, I've done Spartan races or actually Spartan races. Um, I, my first one was this year uh, while I was doing 75 hard. I've done three of them already. Um, but last year and the years before that I've done like the mighty mud dashes or like the mud runs and stuff like that. Um, Spartans, um, I guess you can say that's kind of turned to a little bit of a hobby as mine too. I enjoy doing Spartans. Um, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, I did a half marathon Spartan in Utah, uh, back in July, which was, it was a lot of fun. It was crazy. It was up a mountain. It was like 4,500, uh, 4,500, uh, feet of elevation up into the mountain. And that was insane. Um, there was, uh, almost 2000, uh, racers, almost 2000 participants at that Spartan race. And I made it into the top 20% of racers, which was crazy. Jeez. To me. Yeah. And, uh, and like I mentioned, like I've never been an athletic person really my entire life. I mean, I've, I've had a little bit of athleticism, but I was never really like I, I did. Um, when I was in school, I did, I did like, uh, I, I played football in like the eighth grade, um, uh, which I sucked. I was like, I think sec, I don't even remember. I think I was, yeah, I was second, I was a second string wide receiver, um, and, uh, punt, and I was on the punt team as well, but I was second string and the guy who was first string, he was, he was always in the game. Like he, you know, I never, I hardly ever played. Um, so I did one year of that of, of playing football in like middle school, eighth grade. And then in high school I did, um, I did, I think it was a year or two years of, uh, karate, which I, I thought was a lot of fun, um, doing karate. And then post high school, uh, I did Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for about a year as well. Um, but that's it. I've never been like, super athletic like you know like like these these jocks that you you know see in school who are always I hated those dudes who are always doing like <laughs> you know football basketball and all that stuff i still hate you jocks <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely not me i was uh when i was in school i was i wasn't a jock i was more of just like a, just more of a chill laid back kind of kind of person um but uh yeah so so now i'm like you know 
completely different. You know, I, I like to call myself now as I'm an everyday athlete, um, which just means, you know, I'm, every day I'm in the gym or I'm running or, or both or whatever, um, which I, like I said, I just, I find it fun. I find it enjoying. Uh, I like seeing the growth mentally and physically. Um, <clears throat> so those have become hobbies of mine. And um, I guess another hobby too lately that, that I've kind of been getting into is, is podcasting. I have my own podcast now. So you guys check it out. <laughs> it's the uh, the Uprise Mindset Podcast. I'm on Spotify and iTunes. Um, so that's become a little bit of a hobby and, uh, I'm actually just recently as of literally a few hours ago, uh, just started recording, uh, videos. So I want to do a little bit more YouTube content or actually get into YouTube and do YouTube uh, as well. So uh, that's going to become a little bit of hobby as well. So I'm, I'm kind of like ADD a little bit all over the place. I, I like doing different things. Uh, you know, like I, like I said, podcasting, YouTube, I'm in real estate and all this other stuff that I'm, that I do. So, um, I'm all over the I'm all over the place, but I enjoy it. it. Keeps me busy. Keeps me on my toes. And uh, yeah, hopefully that answers your question, which is a very long-winded question of what kind of hobbies you do. Well, it answers but, uh, a series of questions. A series of questions so that we could probably I get think into. That, that covers everything. Yeah. Ladies, by the way, he's not available right now. He's not. No, ladies, I I am available. No, stay away. Stay I away. am available. <laughs> I'm stay single away. and ready to mingle. He's too busy for you. <laughs> well, that is true. I. Um, I certainly am not looking for a relationship right now. Okay. I am I am open to dating. I am open to meeting girls and women and going out on dates. But uh, I am so not. So am I. Going to throw it out there. So yeah, am I. <laughs> I am not looking to uh, commit into a monogamous relationship right now, just because you know it's only been uh, how long has it been? It's been it's only been half a year. Uh, yeah. It's only been half a year since I got on my last relationship, which was five and a half years. So and I, and I always see it as on your own terms, man. Because oh yeah, you know it. it in the situations we've both been in, mm-hmm. oh my god, dude, I don't even want to think about it. Mm. But just imagining being stuck with said person after marriage and kids, and then just have to get divorced. Mm. Oh god, it's just it terrifies me to this day. <laughs> but I, I guess it's one of those things that just keeps me moving, like just keeps me grounded and really just aware of you know, of what I want. Right. And not just settling for, oh, you know, just because. No. It's right. not gonna it's just not gonna work out that way. And now that I know what I know now, it's like, okay, cool. I can't settle for less. Sorry, that's just that's just a deal breaker there. Right. You just can't settle for less. Right. But wow, halfway into this, I'm gonna turn it around and hmm. actually like I said before, you know, I can split this thing up into two. But mm-hmm. originally this episode, we were going to start talking about the events of 9-11. Mm. I guess we can dive into it now. Yeah, so, we'll talk a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's always, you know, there's never enough time on a podcast to, you know, cover everything. But that's kind of everything that you've been up to as of late. And, you know, more to come in the future. Right. So oh, yeah. Just Definitely. Keep, just keep plowing ahead. But Definitely as we're more. recording this, this is the eve of September 11. Mm-hmm. 2021 which will commemorate the 20th anniversary of september 11 so for those of you who i i do hope that anybody that's listening to this knows what happened on september 11 2001 if you don't then you've been hiding under a rock <laughs> either that or you're probably a little bit younger than us or that that's true give these little kids uh some slack here yeah, give Although them a little history know. lesson, but you should know if, if you... Well, they should know, but then again, schools don't really teach 
kids nowadays uh anything uh, especially when it comes to um american history so yeah and and for all my teacher friends out there don't get mad at us mm. for saying this. this is just us talking out loud and really saying what we feel because no. I've, I've always felt a certain way about the education system myself you know having been a victim of public education <laughs> a victim yeah uh, they i i certainly do wish that they would teach certain things before you go to college or even in college you know like taxes and mm -hmm. marriage uh, stuff like that just stuff that you're actually going to use in life right not what happened in like the civil war era like it's so it's okay to learn about that but what are you really getting out of that right or like some the, stupid math equation that you'll never use for the for, like as long as you can add subtract multiply and divide that's really all you need oh yeah that's really all you need to be able to balance the checkbook or something but i think i kind of got in the way of what you were going to say about school and something about them not teaching what were you going to say about that? yeah well <clears throat> you know i have i have some teacher friends too and, and a lot of my teacher friends that i talk to i mean they all agree um that the yeah. system the way the public education system is now and the new stuff that they're teaching like the new way that they teach like kids how to uh multiply like they have, i forgot what it's called but you know when we were growing up um you know we had uh you know when you you had the, a certain way of doing your multiplications right and now they the way that man i can't think of the there's a the term for it but they teach kids now this completely different way that makes it way more complicated than what it needs to be to multiply it's like a, it's like an extra several steps just to come to figure out what the you know what the the answer is i'm like why are they teaching kids this like it's it's so stupid um to make this new whatever i mean and not, not just in math but i think the education system now needs to be completely revamped uh when it comes to public education um and um a lot of the teacher friends that i talk to they also agree with that and you know teachers teachers are highly underpaid they get into yeah, teaching they, they get into teaching because they actually have a passion for for children and have a passion for teaching kids and and teaching the next generation um you know important skill sets but you know the curriculum that they teach nowadays is is complete bullshit and it's now it's really more of just really just indoctrinating you know it's indoctrinating kids to just become obedient workers you know obedient to the system obedient to woke uh going to college where a lot of these kids might not need college or you know want to go to college or whatever they're kind of forced into this situation forced into a corner where like oh no you have to go to college and you don't have to go no you don't I mean, have to you didn't go to college right? no i i didn't go to college <laughs> Are you, i think you're doing okay i'm doing all right but um yeah and you know we need i went to college and look where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> i'm we, doing okay folks don't get it twisted yeah we you know we need we, you know obviously i think um anyone who's who's trying to be in stem you know in science and engineering and you know all that kind of stuff law enforcement um or or, or just law in general um though obviously those are things that you need to go to college for but there's a lot of useless college degrees out there that are absolutely useless that you you know you go to school and you get tens of thousand dollars into debt for for something that's that's going to pay you very little um you know that you could have you could probably find a higher paying job in the trades which we need more of you know we need more plumbers and more uh, electricians and contractors and all that kind of stuff um more than ever because now you know our generation don't doesn't want to do that you know they want to be comfortable um you want to be the next youtube star or like the next twitch it, influencer what they call now the tiktok <laughs> people so you know, it's like 
it's only gonna last maybe like they say 15 what is that 15 minutes of fifteen minutes of fame yeah Yeah. 15 minutes of fame and and you're right we do need a lot more of because that's especially looking at the state of the world today Mm -hmm. with all this coronavirus stuff going around we need more doctors we need more nurses yeah uh the economy regarding you know engineering yeah um scientists Mm -hmm. all that's important Mm -hmm. architects even trades like that's like if if someone were to come up to me and you know i get a lot of youth on my caseload working in probation Mm -hmm. i asked them like so what are your plans for the future you plan on going to college like i really don't want to go to college i don't put them down for that Mm -hmm. i said well you got to do something you ever thought about you know going to trade school or mm-hmm. you know doing this or that? There's nothing wrong with that. Just don't get, just don't go the route of. And I saw it a lot with a lot of people that I knew, where you go into all these like for-profit schools, where you get into massive debt, and you just can't do nothing with the degree. You know, you go to, you go to, you get a degree. You go to like film school. It's like you don't need to go to school for that, right? <laughs> Or you go to, and that's a, that's a thing, you know, like you go to like, they have like the musician, and nothing wrong against going to like the Musicians Institute in LA or like the Berkeley College in Boston. But if you do have that natural talent already and the desire to do it, you don't need to go to school for that. That's just stuff that you can, that's what's really going to separate you from the rest of the pack. Right. And being original and authentic. Right, right. Now, if you do decide to go that route, hey. I'm not saying don't go. I'm just saying, you know, I could have gone to music school, but I saw the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Instead, I started taking lessons and really found out what my true natural talent is, mm-hmm. which is playing drums. Right. Imagine, I don't need to go to school for that. That's just common sense. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, I can't justify that. Now, I did end up going to college, you know, getting a degree in something that I'm actually doing to this day. Right. So whatever debt I accumulated, it's paying for itself. Right, right. But you're right about the whole what they're teaching about, what they're teaching kids these days. And surely enough, an event like September 11, 2001 Mm -hmm. really shouldn't cross anybody's minds, especially in 2021 with all the technology available. Mm -hmm. I just finished watching this documentary on National Geographic called One Day in America, September 11. Mm. Maybe I have it backwards. It's a six-episode series that went up, and it details the events from the morning of all the way till the collapse of the towers. Mm. But from the victim's point of view, like there's all this new footage that came out, and uh, like the firefighters going up to the towers, and actually they interviewed survivors that were Mm. in the towers. Right. So rewinding back to september 11 2001 i mean we were both in you were in fourth grade right uh yeah you were a year ahead of fourth i think you were a year ahead of me at the time so Mm -hmm. or because you actually repeated a year right i don't want i did yeah no i filled uh the third grade i didn't color inside the lines (laughs) (laughs) so i think we were both in the same grade but you were in a different class because i think i was still in bilingual classes Mm. so that had to be it but that that morning of at first my what i remember is a teacher telling another teacher 
something about a bomb going off in New York mm. at the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Really didn't cross my mind because I said, well, we're in Houston. That's in New York. Mm. I'm sure we'll find out about it later in the news. Right, right. Sure enough, as the day as the day developed, you know, as the morning developed, one of my teachers, I remember, what was the guy's name? Mr. Garza. He was, I don't know if you remember him. I he remember was Mr. Garza, a, yeah. He was a Vietnam veteran. And I wonder what he's doing. I didn't know that. Wow. Vietnam. Okay. Either Vietnam or the Gulf War. No, it had to be had, Vietnam because he was a much older guy. Mr. Garza. Okay. He had glasses. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember short, Mr. Garza. Yeah, curly guy. hair. I think he had curly hair or something like that. Oh, he was kind of bald, I think. Was he bald? Okay. There was two yeah. Mr. Garzas. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I'm confusing him with a different Mr. Garza. The other Garza, I think, had like ago. a mustache and all that. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Uh, so he had a TV in his room and he wheeled it in. Mm. Yeah, th- those were the days where you were wheeling a TV yeah, into the classroom. The, the TV cart. Oh Ex- my gosh, man, those were the days. I remember in elementary school. I mean, cut you off. Elementary school, we had we still used projectors. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, Briscoe, the overhead like, projectors. They were bringing an actual like uh, like a movie projector, not but like yeah, like a movie projector to play movies on. And I was like, wow, like how have the times changed, man? Times changed. Now you can just pull up everything on your phone and just kind of what do they th- what do they call that the air airplay on there airplay on the tv Apple airplay yeah oh my god dude times times change but i remember him turning the tv on and i just really couldn't understand what was going on because from what i could see it was like everything was covered in dust and sure enough i hadn't read the banner yet at the at the bottom mm-hmm. and i started showing the replay of the, the second plane crashing into the south tower mm. i'm just thinking like oh my god and I see the first towers already engulfed in flames. Right. So then, you know, they start talking about it a lot more. It had to be like right after the tower collapsed. Mm. And sure enough, you know, I'm, as I'm reading that, I'm like, I'm just thinking, okay, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, students start getting called and to leave early. Parents are picking up kids to go home. Mm-hmm. Then you start hearing about, okay, a, a third plane just crashed into the Pentagon, and then a fourth plane goes down to Philadelphia. So everything's just all at once going on. You know, America's under attack, as they say. Mm. I was maybe 10 years old at the time, so you had to be 11. Yeah, sounds about right. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. We're 10 and 11 years old, and all these terrorist attacks are happening. Right. I guess this is our version of like Pearl Harbor. It is, yeah, no, it really is. <laughs> it is, man. And what was going through your through your mind at that time? You know, I'm sure it was more of the same as what I'm describing. Yeah, um, man, we were so young, so it was kind of hard to process what what exactly was kind of going on. Um, but um, yeah, when when we, when we saw the second plane, because I think we in our classroom too, because they they put you know like you said they they rolled out the the TV in a, in the, on the TV cart. And we were just all glued to the TV. We were trying to really understand what was going on. And um, we saw the second plane go into the tower. And um, and then that's when I kind of realized, I was like, holy shit, like this, this is like, something's going on here. Like something's not right. Like this isn't an accident. Something is, something is going on. I remember thinking that. And, um, and then, you know, later on in the news, you know, them saying that it was a, it's a terrorist attack and all that stuff. And I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't even know what a terrorist was. I don't know what a terrorist attack meant. All I knew is that, you know, somebody was attacking, um, attacking New York kind of thing. And, um, you know, after watching the TV, kind of realizing what was kind of going on, I was like, I was scared. 
and um I was, you know, and I was seeing all, like you were saying, all the students were, or like their parents were coming and picking up, picking them up. And, um, my parents never came and picked me up because they were busy at work. Yeah, couldn't get same out of here. Work. And I was just like, <laughs> man, where the hell is my parents? I was like, I need to get out of here. And I was actually, I was actually thinking like, I need to, like, I need to like run. Like I need to like get out of the school. Cause I, I was scared. Like maybe they're going to attack where I'm at, you know, in Houston. And so I was, I remember thinking that, man, I remember thinking like, I need to like, I need to get out of here. Like I need to just fucking run home and like, you know. <laughs> like just jump the fence or whatever I need to do to get out of this fucking place. Like that was, I was literally thinking that like, I, I didn't get the fuck out of here and I have a BB and I actually, I still have it. I have a, a BB gun rifle um, that you like those pump action ones. It's like the one from that movie. What's that old Christmas? Uh, is it Christmas Carol that the guy's like, yeah, you're going to shoot your eye out, Ralph. <laughs> I have that exact same uh, BB gun. And, um, I remember going like thinking that when I was in school, I was like, man, I need to go home and I need to get my BB gun ready. Like, uh, they're, they're going to attack us. I need to, I need to fight back. And I remember thinking that dude, like, come on. Like I was like 10 or 12, but you know, what, what the, what the hell is BB gun to do? But I remember thinking like, I need to go home and get my BB gun. And, <laughs> and, uh, I was, uh, man, I was, I was scared, but I was also like, I had that, that innate, uh, thing in me where I, I was like, I need to go home and protect my family. And, um, you know, for me, it was a scary moment. And, um, yeah, I remember everything, man. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday and it's crazy cause my, I have terrible memory. I remember it's not the greatest, but that day, man, it's like ingrained into my brain. Um, I don't know if you remember, mm-hmm. but at night they had the, the jets flying around, around the whole city mm, and I could hear yeah. them flying over where I live. Yeah. And I was, I'm just in bed trying to go to sleep and you yeah. could just hear the, yeah i was like holy shit are they gonna try to intercept something else over here yeah man it was scary dude scary times it was uh crazy and of course you know my dad gets home from work and my mom said she was getting ready to do laundry Mm -hmm. and she actually saw the second plane hit Mm -hmm. she was watching the the what's they call despierta america on univision yeah and they were actually well they got the news that the first plane crashed it's probably an accident yeah and they're broadcasting the whole thing next thing you know second plane just crashes in there yeah and she was like whoa forget doing the laundry today right (laughs) right and of course my dad gets home and not even like two months later, man, you could just see everything just start going downhill from there. My dad actually got laid off of work two months later. Wow. A job that he had, he was almost going to complete 10 years perfect attendance. Wow. And he gets laid off two two months later. Yeah. And everything just kind of, you know, you you see what happens on TV and they I remember them constantly talking about it. Mm-hmm. all week yeah um of course the president at the time president bush yeah i read an article maybe i think it was yesterday or two days ago mm-hmm. of the guy that was with him at the time i guess one of his advisors uh-huh. and he said you know president bush george bush had only been this is a george bush uh, jr right george w bush george w Good old W, man. I, I miss him. How does he? Uh, how does he say it? George W. Bush with his uh, <laughs> southern? <laughs> he moves his little head. Yeah. So I remember him. I uh, reading that thing saying that he had only been president for just six to eight months, I think. Yeah, he was fairly new still. And he said that's the day when he be- actually became president. Right. Where he just had to act immediately, mm-hmm. and you know, you look back now and with all the intel they had 
yeah it, it was only a matter of time before you knew who was responsible for these attacks and of course they came out later and said that they were they were taking responsibility mm-hmm. for these attacks you know it was the taliban and uh, osama bin laden and all them people over there right and it's one of those things where by the end of the day slash week you knew what was coming you knew the United States had to respond. Mm-hmm. There was no way that they were just going to sit back in. And I remember at the time, during that time, you know, everything gets suspended. Airports just get completely halted. The right. borders are shut down. I remember they closed the border to Mexico, which I was like, we just went to Mexico months prior. Mm-hmm. Pre-9-11, which was a complete turnaround to what it became after. Right. Where you could just pass through like nothing. And right. from one day to the next, it was almost like you'd be getting searched like for hours coming back. Right. Right. And you actually have a story that you still tell to this day mm. about uh, it had to be two days after that. You, okay. know, where I'm, you know where I'm heading. Yeah, 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 yeah. So two days after that. The school actually had an open house. I still remember this, dude, because you mm-hmm. didn't go to the open house. Mm-hmm. You were somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where were you at that day? It was the Thursday, I think. The Thursday, because the attacks happened on a Tuesday, right? I think yeah, it was, it was a Tuesday, then two days later. Yeah. Two days later, you were at the Compact Center. Yeah, which is now Lakewood Church here in Houston, where Joel Osteen preaches. Formerly the summit for all you... Non-Houstonians. Non-Houstonians and you know people who go further back than I do yeah um but you were at the compact center for the first was it the first live event mm-hmm. in the nation which was at the time wws smackdown yeah wrestling for those that don't watch it right yeah and you were actually at the event while i was at school you know i guess for this open house they were having right i think yeah that's why i couldn't that's why i wasn't there i didn't have enough money to go anyway so yeah you actually went to go to go watch wrestling live. Yeah. I know you don't watch wrestling, you know, you haven't watched it for years. Oh yeah. But at the time that was when everything was, you know, The Rock, Stone Cold, oh, yeah. The Undertaker, et cetera, et cetera. Triple H, yeah, Chris Jericho. I go back and watch that footage. Man, what was it like actually being in the building? Because you know? I watched it and I still yeah. kinda get it. I, I try not to hide it too much, but I still get a little emotional. Right. watching that stuff and people chanting you know for for the united states and you know right. the speech that mr mcmahon gave afterwards you know the, right the uh national anthem being sung right all that stuff what was that like being there as you're mentioning that i'm like literally getting chills like just as you mentioned just because it's bringing back so much memories um it was crazy man i mean um you know it was only two days after the attacks that happened and as you mentioned it was the first uh, live events, large gathering of, of a group of people together since this attack on our nation. And, um, you know, it was... Wow. What a coincidence. Oh, wow. Juan, Juan like, pulls up his phone to see <laughs> what time it is, and the time is literally 9 right now, 9-11. Um, anyways. Don't, uh, look, don't, look, don't look too much into it, folks. <laughs> yeah. It's a conspiracy. Black helicopters. Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I started doing my ter- terrible Alex and Jones impression. Where's he at these days? Poor uh, Alex. No idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was pretty crazy. And um, being there live, like I said, it was it was crazy. And just post 
you know, post the attacks, uh, post 9-11, um, something that we haven't seen in this country since then is just the camaraderie, camaraderie, is that a word? Camaraderie. Camaraderie, there we go. People being, people actually united. People united for for the for United States. Like people, like we were at, at that time after 9-11 happened, those those several days, several weeks, even several months afterwards, especially during the, during the, uh, the, the event, the SmackDown, but it didn't matter if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, conservative, conservative, liberal, or what your political leaning was, it didn't well, matter who you voted nothing, for. Nothing mattered. It, nothing, nothing mattered. mattered. We were all fucking Americans and everyone was so proud of their country. Everyone wore the American flag. Everyone was proud to sing the national anthem. And um, we we honored the, this country like no other time before um, because we all got together. We all agreed that what had happened to our country was terrible and we needed to uh, unite together as a country to to fight back and to do the American thing and act like Americans. And um yeah, man, it was it was such an amazing time, and to be there in person at that event during SmackDown, and and like you said, Vincent Man giving his speech, and just you know all the wrestlers too, they all had their own speeches that, that they all gave as well, um, that they all interviewed, and like they had they pre-recorded in videos, um, and, and showed them there live, and it was man, it was it was such a crazy feeling being there live and seeing that in person and being part of that first live event um, after nine eleven in the country, and. Uh, it was uh man something i'll never forget man honestly but um it was uh it was crazy and uh, i just remember I, re- I remember thinking like man if something happens like if we get attacked here at the compact center i was like thinking man what you know what, what would i do what would happen but then all of that quickly went away um, once i realized like all the people here that we were just all united as as, as a country and if something were to happen that i knew that we would fight back and we would not let whatever it was attacking us you know attack us and then you're and you're um, in a big room filled with all those all those wrestlers yeah <laughs> a big room full of wrestlers big big dudes all jacked up and stuff but yeah nothing's gonna happen i think you i think you're safe enough <laughs> but uh it was crazy man and um yeah it was definitely definitely an experience um growing up as a kid and um, I feel like we're at a time right now in this nation where we're so divided, you know, we're so divided between political parties and, you know, uh, difference, you know, leanings, uh, especially when it comes to what's going on now, you know, yeah. with, with all over dumb shit too. I'm just going to put it out yeah, there. Yeah, over dumb just, shit, man. It's just, and, and then social media, it's no helping matters either. It's yeah. just, everybody has an opinion about everything. It's like, just, just shut the fuck up already. Just, yeah. I don't mean to get too explicit, but it's going to happen, dude. I just, mm-hmm. that's why I, you know, when we talk about this stuff, it's always in conversation. You know, yeah. you and I have, believe it or not, we have differing views on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so do a lot of other people that I know. And it's really just the closest people that, you know, we don't argue about this stuff, dude. Right, right. Like, you have your own opinions about certain things, and that's fine, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, you're not going to get the... Dude, that's fine. I don't yeah. care if you get the vaccine or not. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. none of my business. Yeah. And if you do get it, oh, whatever, dude. It's, <laughs> like, it's none of my business. What right. you do, what, what you do, that's fine, man. Yeah. Like... That's the way it should be. I I'm think, not going to sit here and, you know, preach. Oh, you should... No. Right. And that's that's the problem. I think too many people nowadays are preaching where they're injecting their own opinions on what the, they think you should do. Ah, I and, see what and, you did and there. Forcing, injecting. <laughs> injecting, no pun intended. Um, you know, injecting their nice. viewpoints onto you and forcing their, their viewpoints onto you. 
um, and not really allowing you to have the freedom of choice to do whatever it is that you want to do, whatever you think is best for you and your body. And um, yeah, like you mentioned, I haven't I haven't gotten the vaccine. It doesn't mean I won't ever get it. I mean, maybe I will get it one day. Uh, I just I don't want to get it now. I don't think it's I don't think I need it. And um, but like I said, I'm not like anti-vax or anything like that. My mom got the got the vaccine, and I was and I was like, yeah, get the vaccine if you think it's going to be good for you, especially her being older and being more susceptible to to you know, her getting you know really sick if she does get covid um <clears throat> you know she uh, i encouraged her i was like hey yeah go ahead and do it at first i didn't at first i was like no don't do it but after i was like no you know she's a lot more uh you know acceptable to to getting getting it really bad if she does get covid luckily she hasn't got it yet um but she got the vaccine uh, but i haven't but anyways to make a long story short um there's just too much divisiveness going on right now and i think that we're heading towards a direction where there's coming, I think it's coming to a breaking point where a lot of people are just kind of having enough of it. And I think there is going to be some kind of events. Um, it might not be like a terrorist attack or anything like that, but I think we are starting to see people unite against us being divided. Like people are fucking tired of it, and especially with um, <laughs> our president that we have in office right now and all the things that he's done lately, which I, in you know, my personal opinion, I think he's, he's doing a terrible job as a president, but he's still um, asleep. <laughs> he's still asleep. Sleepy Joe's still asleep. Um, Poor guy. But I'm starting to see, um, you know, Republicans and Democrats, liberals, conservatives, moderates, or all that, you know, different parties. I'm starting to see them kind of agreeing a little bit now with each other, a little bit more now than they were before, especially with our last president with Trump. You know, there was a lot of divisiveness under Trump as well. You know, you're either, you know, pro-Trump or anti-Trump or whatever. But now with, with Biden, you know, we have a lot of, you know, um, left-leaning people, uh, a lot of my left-leaning friends um, who voted for him but are starting to realize man this guy does not know what he's doing and he is putting our country in jeopardy and that ironically is starting to i think unite people together again and um <clears throat> i think you know it's going on to show and i don't want to cut you off going yeah. on to show that when the next election comes up or you know whatever any election right and I'm always telling people, do your research. Right. Don't just vote just because, oh, he's our savior. And, and I'm not just saying this about Joe Biden specifically. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but don't just do your own research and really just educate yourself on right. the subject matters at hand. Because trust me, I have a lot of of my own personal views that people might not agree with. Yeah. Everybody, everyone has personal views that and, nobody agrees with. Like, how can you be? I'm like, yeah, because I'm not going to sit here and, you know, try to preach to somebody. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how can I sit here and, you know, on a subject like, you know, abortion, for example, mm. that's a very touchy subject. It is very touchy. Yeah. And, you know, what's been going down lately with that it's it's almost like okay that's not my place to right. talk about a subject like that right subject like you know the whole legalizing marijuana and stuff like that i have my own right. views on that too right second like, man see it's, it's all just different things so i always tell people please educate yourselves on the subject if right. it does not affect you at all shut up right <laughs> just right. shut up right. you don't need to go out there and how can you be pro Second Amendment? Right. Really? Do right. your research. And, and honestly, you know, going back to, you mentioned the whole COVID stuff. 
Mm-hmm. This, this all ties in at the end of the day. Yeah. And surely enough, and people take it from two people who have, who are in different situations. So we both actually caught COVID earlier in mm-hmm. the year. Yep. A lot of you might not know that. A lot of you might already know that. Yeah. And a lot of you, most of you probably never caught it, but we both caught COVID. And you're not vaccinated. Well, this was even before I got vaccinated. Right. I caught it. Right, right. Before it became available. So we both, and we got lucky, man. It was mild. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say mild uh, compared to other people. Oh, yeah. Very mild form of it. And we were able to bounce back from it. Right. Without any major issues. But I think I attributed to having a a really strong immune system and really yeah. you know, healthy diet and right. exercise regimen. I think that's what people are missing the point out of this whole thing. Right. You can still catch this thing even if you're vaccinated. Oh, yeah. That's not... They didn't come out and say, oh, you get the vaccine, you're not going to catch it. That's not the whole point of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. If you've gotten any other vaccine in the past, like a flu shot or, you know, your polio vaccine or... yeah something for like shingles or hpv doesn't mean you're not gonna catch that stuff you mm-hmm. can still catch it you're just probably gonna shake it off if you do right so yeah practice safe sex folks <laughs> if you take <laughs> nice anything, if you take anything from this because i didn't even know i could get the hpv vac i was right at the cutoff uh, where yeah. i could get all three i think it was the three doses yeah and sure enough i was like well, if my insurance is paying for it, why not? Yeah, yeah, it was too late for me. <laughs> too late for me to get that. I was too old. Uh, well, I mean, as long as you're safe, it's really. Well, with HPV, a completely different segue. With HPV. Um, 9-11 to HPV. I Jesus know. Christ. So HPV is the most common sexually transmitted disease. So for those of us who are sexually active, uh, which is, I would imagine, most adults, um, you are solo, solo count. <laughs> oh man, Juan, God, <laughs> I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. Um, just trying to, just trying to add more substance to the to the show. To, trying to lighten the mood. Trying um, to lighten the mood. Yeah, with the candles going and everything. Oh, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> so with HPV, um, it's it's one of the most common sexually transmitted diseases. So most people who are uh, sexually active will contract um, some form of HPV because uh, there's 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 man there's i think dozens there's dozens of different strains of hpv some of them some of them can become cancerous some of them are not yeah Uh, most people will actually with their natural immunity natural immune system will actually clear out of your system within a few months i believe it is um but most people will get some form or some strain of hpv during their active years uh, as being sexually active throughout their lifetime um but uh, like you mentioned yeah the 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 vaccine is designed for you to um be able to knock you know knock off the 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 disease or the infection a lot quicker a lot easier especially the ones that are more uh known to to cause cancer later on especially in women it's more i mean men can so with hpv you can get um cervical cancer or you could get penile cancer um ouch yeah ouch um cervical cancer um obviously is 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 very dangerous so is so is penile uh i'm not a medical doctor but um disclaimer yeah i'm not disclaimer i'm not a medical doctor but i know with hpv um in women you can get tested as a woman you can get tested for hpv if you have it if you have hpv if you're infected uh for us men unfortunately there is no test for us to 
get tested if you do have HPV. Um, so there's no test to know and you'll never know ever um, whether you have it or not. Uh, obviously, if you're with a partner who has HPV or known to have HPV, then it's very likely that you have it as well. Um, hopefully, like like I mentioned, you know you clear you clear it out of your body within a few months or even a few years. I would say at at the at max. Um, but um, since we're talking about sex and stuff in here, just important well, it's important to 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 get it is it's important to get tested as you know for sexually transmitted diseases. It's important to, you know, if you, if you choose to get the, the vaccine for that, then, you know, that's your choice. Um, but, um, yeah, obviously I just wanted to put a, put a, put a little knowledge out there because I know a thing or two about HPV, um, because, uh, I had, uh, a partner who had it, uh, to say the least, and I learned a lot about it. Um, so as I mentioned, um, I, I will say that most, most adults will contract some form of HPV within their lifetime, um, unless you're solo like one. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Just kidding. Jesus. That was a joke, guys. Yes, yeah, so only jokes on this podcast. Only jokes us. on this podcast. But um, just joking. No, literally. Seriously, I need help. <laughs> but yeah, so we went from nine eleven to wrestling to sex and HPV. Wow, what a segue. And what are we going to close it with? I know, man. You uh, you you lead the way. This is your podcast. <laughs> this is the show. Yeah, this is this the hangout podcast. A, We're hanging out here. It's supposed to be a command, but this always happens, dude. It's it's almost like I never prepare for this stuff. It's, right. it's just off the cuff. Like right. I don't, and and I kind of got enough practice in when I was in college to where I did have a script and just kind of going off of that stuff, especially during interviews. I hated doing those. Right. I always had to have something where, okay, we're specifically talking about either promoting a new book right. or or talking about whatever it is that the person is doing at the time, whether it was at the university or that's why I ended up branching off and just interviewing people outside of the university because I just found it really boring. That's just the honest truth. Right. It's boring as hell, just having a whole script and then just, so what was it like when you were growing up? And so what was the... You can only do that for two minutes. You're right. already bored. Right, right. And if you're going to want to listen to that, just turn on the TV. You're going to constantly hear about it and mm-hmm. all the bad shit that happens. And, or you can tune into to this podcast and just listen to me ramble uh-huh. with someone else or just solo. Right. Solo. That seems to be a, a common theme. Yeah. In solo. Yeah. Um, solo Juan. Exactly. And it's just... I just always found it very boring and I've trust me, dude, I've listened to podcasts in the past where it's just can you just talk like you're hanging out and you're just talking to someone else? Yeah. Those are the best, man. Those are the best yeah, podcasts. Instead of just, okay, so what was it like? And of course, I mean, if it's a new guest, I understand it. It makes a lot more sense to get some more background, like the episode you did with, with the trainer that you had on. Mm, yeah. That was a really good one because I had no clue of who this person was right by the end of the episode i'm like damn let me go check out his social media and stuff sure enough i'm scrolling through and i'm like wow yeah. this is interesting yeah he's a cool dude i learned a lot of new things right and funny enough it was really cool that he brought up the fact that he likes to play guitar as one of his hobbies oh, yeah. yeah and i was like holy shit <laughs> yeah so i was like man that's uh I, again learn something new every day right yeah he's so, a hardcore metalhead um cool man yeah dude we uh Uh, an hour in i think we covered it all for for now an hour in wow okay so for those of you i mean 
don't reflect too much on September 11. I'm sure everybody has their own story. No, I think, okay, well, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I think ahead. you should. I think it's important for us to reflect on, on what happened. Don't um, look to, back. <laughs> <laughs> on what happened on the events of 9-11, what led up to it, and then more importantly, the, the, the yeah. unity that we had as yeah. Americans between each other. Yeah, I guess more kind of like, take like a more like unbiased approach as opposed to oh blah, blah. that's that was the whole point of this thing and i think it came out pretty good yeah where we're just kind of looking back and be like okay we were here at the time and nothing to do with trump nothing to do with with the virus this is america being america mm-hmm. and what it meant to really meant to be an american at the time i actually listened to I remember this thing that happened where I, I think it was the first baseball game afterwards mm-hmm. where a famous player, Mike Piazza, he was a catcher for the New York Mets. Mm-hmm. He hits a home run. Uh, I think they were playing at Shea Stadium. Mm. And it was one of those things where it's almost like it was like a emotional slash surreal moment to where it was like like the home run hurt around the world. Mm. and you can probably look it up and this i i've completely forgot about that because I'm, mm. I'm a huge baseball fan and yeah sure enough it's it's almost like damn like this is what it's all about and, right you know, going to smackdown you see yeah. that live and the national anthem and mm. surely enough the war gets declared mm. by the end of the week i think mm. and you know they did what they did in afghanistan and we don't have to go into that because that alone is a whole episode and you really have to get into it too. Yeah. Without people saying, oh, you know, how can you get out of there? And uh, it was just a waste of time. Yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I understand. And, you know, right. they did what they did. I, I, I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not in charge. Yeah. Could I have done things a lot differently? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Maybe giving them a little more time to, you know, get out of there uh-huh. and to avoid you know you knew what was coming if you got out the way you did yeah yeah we can talk about that some other time but uh that's another joe biden's an idiot to uh <laughs> sum it up in a very short that's, sentence that's a strong closer yeah that's a strong closer <laughs> joe biden's a fucking moron Jeez. let's end it on that Jeez, uh, that's a good ending <laughs> I, I i will refrain from making any any comments on that um <laughs> More on that to come, to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Randy, right. it's been a blast coming over here to your place. Uh, it's just uh, we have a little more time to, you know, just chill and hang out. Yeah. Last time I was here, it was too, there was too much going on. I think I had a lot going on, too, at the time. Yeah, moving and all that. But, uh, That's yeah. why I told you. I said, nah, man, let's just take it easy. Yeah. Let's just do it with a little more time on our hands, and right. bam, we did it. Right. So it's good to have you back on the show. I know you're going to be back for future episodes mm-hmm. just to talk about anything. And, uh, hey, if you ever need a guest for your show, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm always, a, look, hey, man, I've never been interviewed for any show ever, so that might be a good opportunity. Interesting. Okay. I need to, uh, I need to be prepared because <laughs> I know you're going to be asking some hard-hitting questions and nothing's left, <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing's off limits. Yeah. Uh, wait. Yeah, nothing's off limits. Mm. So. Other than, like, for the job, I kind of generalize what I do. I don't right. really go into too much specifics, you know. Right, right. Sensitivity, confidentiality, blah, blah, blah. Right. So on and so forth. But more on that as we go. So yeah. it'll be, you know, your decision when, whenever you want to do that. Yeah. So 
like I said, uh, you plugged several things uh, throughout the show before we sign off. Uh, if you want to throw those plugs again, if people can find you and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle again, it's, uh, at Randy Canales underscore. So R A N D Y C A N A L E S underscore. That's on Instagram. That's where I'm most active on social media. Um, and then, uh, if you want to listen to my podcast, uh, my podcast is mainly just on, uh, personal development, personal growth. Um, then listen to that. You can find it again on iTunes or Spotify. And the name of that podcast is called the Uprise Mindset Podcast. And you can pretty much find it anywhere where, where podcasts are available. Um, but uh, yeah, those are pretty much it. Um, thank you, Juan, for having me on your show. And I'll look forward to uh, the next one, man. And for those who want to listen to previous episodes of the show, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Just search The Hangout Podcast with Juan Hernandez. Follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H. Still not verified, but that's where I'm most active. Mm-hmm. Mostly music stuff that you're going to see on there because, as you guys may know, that's my main thing aside from having a real job. So who knows? Maybe that'll be the real job in the future. Just got to put work into it. And... If you are interested in video games or like watching people play video games, which is, I, I couldn't for, for the longest process that where people would watch other people. It's kind of like watching other people cook and stuff like that. I'm like, that's just so weird, but uh, I ended up doing it. So huh. follow me at on twitch.tv slash, is it slash? Yeah, slash one underscore A underscore Hernandez 91. And you can find everything there. Call of Duty gameplay, um, Grand Theft Auto, you name it. I squat up with my buddies and my brother from time to time. And it's all just in pure entertainment, man. You'll find there was one clip, man, where I caught myself in a fit of... Dude, I get mad at these games all the time. (laughs) And (laughs) that was one clip in particular where I clipped. I I just couldn't stop laughing. I I was just in the moment where somebody killed me. I almost had the guy, and I just threw a fit, and I was just like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> Dude, my buddies could not stop laughing. Oh, man. And it's just, it's all in pure entertainment. I know it's streaming, so I'm just like, whatever. Anything yeah. goes. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Hangout Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks again, Randy, for coming on.